Listen to the Kate Daly Show. Warning, may cause excessive shrugging, deep sighing, and eye rolling. The show starts now. I'm just saying I've been researching Black Lives Matter and I've been understanding the politics and how they're funded by white liberals. And recently I've been feeling like they're white liberals in blackface because they're they're, they're white liberals in blackface. When I say that is because the white liberals is all about feminism, LGBT. White liberals don't really care about black people. I realize white liberals don't really care about me, bro. That's correct. I'm off the plantation, bro. Loaded clip, isn't it? Welcome back. Last hour on a Monday. Glad to have you. Uh, glad to have you listening. And listening live, by the way. Um, welcome to the Kate Daly Show. I have Uncle Milty with me. Hello. Hi there. And a uh, big thank you to Dr. Besta. Man, he was really nailing through those issues, yes, wasn't he? Yes, he was. I love it. He's great. Dr. Duke Show on Thursdays. Um, fantastic. And uh, made a lot of great points, too. I hope everybody catches that hour on podcast. It was really, really good. Make sure you get over to Balance of Nature. I talk about this a lot just because right now you can get 30% off, which is amazing. And also because it's a fantastic product, you know. Um, I have really loved taking this, and the reason is is it's packed more full of servings of vegetables in a couple of capsules than I've ever seen a product do. So it really kind of outshines all the other products like this. And this is why I started taking it, and my son was really ill. He actually had several viruses at once and a bacterial infection at once. I mean, this poor kid (laughs) went through it. And let me tell you, I stocked up on it. I doubled up on it. And I haven't gotten sick. Now, that's amazing to be around all of that in a household where you're taking care of somebody, because I'm taking care of my son, you know, I was taking care of him uh, the whole time, and I did not get ill. My immune system is doing so well because of Balance of Nature. Please go get it. In fact, put in the code Kate, and then you can get 30% off and try it. You're going to start to immediately feel better. You're going to start to feel the effects of it immediately. It is fantastic in that way. Balance of Nature, um, you can uh, also call, by the way. I didn't know if you know you could actually telephone them. If you don't like being on the computer at all, let me get the number. It's 877 877-412-2526. 877-412-2526. 2526, or you can go to Balance of Nature and click over right from my website, katedallyradio.com. But Balance of Nature, get the uh, fruits and vegetables. That is, uh, my gosh, 25 servings of fruits and vegetables every single day that you're getting. Can you imagine what that's going to do for your body? It is truly the, the best stuff on the planet. So make sure you get it. I just swear by it. <laughs> I'm serious. I When my son was sick, I thought, oh, no, I'm going to get at least one of these, you know, and I didn't. So I credit that to that. Um, well, welcome. Let's have a, I want a really good discussion in this hour, and I really want you to invite you to be part of this. Uh, 888-673-1450 is the call-in number live. And it's okay if you disagree. It's okay if you, I mean, honestly, we want to take any and all calls on this. Uh, keep it to this debate, please, instead of changing the subject. I just can't stand it when people change the subject. Please don't go. I just, I, I hate to change the subject, but, because don't do it. Just stay with the subject, because this subject is huge. I have noticed a trend, and you will too, of a ton of articles right now talking about how bad black people have it in this country. Why am I seeing these articles, Uncle Milty? 
because Kamala Harris wants to give $100 billion <laughs> to black people to buy homes with. Yes. And so I actually want to play a debate for you because we are going to absolutely blow these numbers out of the water. And I, I want to blow that conversation out of the water because it's so it's so untrue. And you're going to see a slew of articles that are trying to pin this down and create this discussion in America built on something that isn't even true. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play this debate for you. This debate is black liberals versus black conservatives. Okay, black liberals, black conservatives talking. One thing you're probably going to pick up on is um, those that talk about Trump in, in, a, in an extremely negative manner. I don't mind if you want to talk about him in a negative manner, but at least explain why. You never quite hear much about why they feel that way, but that it's sort of the it's sort of the mantra for black people to feel that way, which is kind of surprising, right, if you can't quantify it. So I'm okay with criticism, but they never nail down why. And the other thing, listening to this, is listen to some of the questions that the black conservatives raise because they, they go unanswered. So let me play this for you. It's a few minutes long, and, uh, and I think this is so riveting. Just listen up. Pull over and listen up. Here you go. By show fans, who here voted for Donald Trump? All day. Believing in Trump's rhetoric, here. just morally, I don't understand, especially a black person. Uh, three words or less. What is your reaction when you see a black person wearing a MAGA hat? Well, there's a story. Independent-minded brother. Bold. Confused. Cringe. Ew. Uh, you do you. Looks good on you. It can't fit on my head. I saw true hate coming from the left, and it was white yes. people calling me Uncle Tom. Pretty much white people telling me I'm not black enough. Aunts won't speak to me even now. I got aunts that don't talk to me because I'm um, I want to be white. The people that call me the nasties, all kinds of like, oh, house <laughs> Uncle Tom, like all this stuff. I've been called a bed witch. That's how racist the left still is. For the black conservatives, how do you align with white conservatives when they speak? of black people. You, like call, my, you call them out. My yeah, whole thing that's yeah, like for me... Not calling them out, but just no, how do you stand with them when they are speaking mal against you? Stand with Hillary Clinton them, like when she not, calls, um, you know, kids super predators. You yeah, know what I'm saying? But they're all going to be so racist all over the place. So now it's like, okay, yo, watch them out. Believing in Trump's rhetoric, just morally, I don't understand. Especially a black person, because just him as a person, as, a, as an entity, just seem, is just super corrupt. Who here voted for Barack Obama? Damn near everybody. Twice. Campaign Twice. for, for him in 08. A semi-personal question. Did anyone vote for him just because he was black? Not just, but that was a big reason I voted for him. See, I'll admit, it's really funny because I'm a conservative, and I was so available to be used by all of the systems that made that person president. This person was born and raised in wealth and privilege his entire life. And the idea mm -hmm. that this person was somehow more connected to me because we share the same skin color is crazy. Yep. But I bought it. That's the one reason why I'm conservative now, because I'm willing to vote for somebody because of the way they look. And look what it did for me. Absolutely nothing. Who is disappointed with the Barack Obama presidency. I'm Why? disappointed with pres I mean, I'm disappointed with all of them. Like we're just for a school of thought on this, just to break this up for just a second. Did you vote for Trump if you voted for him because he was white? <laughs> I didn't. I, yeah, I didn't. I voted for him because I liked what he was saying, not because of his skin color. Isn't it interesting that all of them mostly were saying that they voted for Obama? Skin color had a lot to do with it. And I would say that Trump was not voted for his skin color in America. I actually think he was because of his the things he was saying, because there were plenty of old white guys on the stage. 
if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Okay, I just wanted to make that reference. Here you go. I'm disappointed with president. I mean, I'm disappointed with all of it. Like, we're never going to be led to liberation in a binary system. A binary system for black people is literally always going to be us choosing the lesser of two evils. I'm always choosing my death either as a blunt force blow or death by a thousand paper cuts. I feel like uh, the candidates that keep being put up year after year after year keep hardlining us. We're, we're saying we're choosing the lesser of two evils, right? Where I think that it's really important that we see candidates that come from our communities also recognize the historical debt that this country has to black people and to people of color so that we can move forward. So we know that none of us are free unless all of us are free. Thank you. So, but uh-uh, I'm when free. It comes to I'm not got nothing to do with me. I'm so, free. So you voted for Donald Trump. Yes. Would you mind telling us why he won your vote in 2016? Well, first and foremost, Donald Trump won my vote because I was not voting for Hillary Clinton. At first, I really didn't know much about what Trump was doing. I- I'm looking at my Christian values and I'm realizing this man is really aligning himself with what we truly believe in, you know? And this is a chick who got a felony, who had five years probation. And so what I did was I made a choice to surrender my life to Jesus and live righteously. I'm a businesswoman. I have my own financial consulting company. And the fact that he was trying to cut funding, and he is cutting funding to welfare, that is a very big thing. People don't realize the more money that's spent on welfare is coming out of our taxes. The more you're allowing them to extend their their lifestyle in the projects, the more money is coming out of my pocket. That's part of my problem with Donald Trump is he's literally making the rich richer, and what's it, what happens with that? The poor have to get more. When we talk about black people and the one percenters and the rich ones, why do we always assume that black people are broke? Yes. <laughs> I think, I think that we need to start actually having like real conversations about reparations, right? And like what reparations actually oh, look right. like. Or just recognizing that the trauma and the history that uh, has been affected on black people. Like I think about like uh, literacy, right? You can't tell black people for 200 plus years that you can't read and then give them books and be like, why aren't you reading? Why aren't you reading without addressing that trauma? I want to hear what your reactions are to black voters being synonymous with the Democratic Party. We've been on the receiving end of about 50 years of an onslaught of PR. It comes from our entertainers. It comes from our ball players. It comes from our singers. It comes from the Democratic politicians who, some of, most of which are black and empty, but are being used to sell us this idea of the Democratic Party being the home of African Americans. It's true. And I also want to add on this, too, that he mentioned everybody that was selling that idea was somebody of wealth Mm -hmm. selling the idea that black people have to be part of the Democratic Party. It's very interesting when you listen to that debate. What were you what were you catching out of that debate before we go to a break? But we'll come back and answer questions, too. I the what. The thing I liked best about it was that more and more people seem to be understanding the issue, yeah, the real issue. The real issue. Because I think when they realize that they voted because of skin color, somebody like me, when I look in the mirror, that's more important than what somebody's ideology is. Now, I have to state the obvious, because on this show, um, I'll poke at both sides, because I know that both sides have led us here, okay, mm-hmm. um, politically. So... The question in this hour isn't about government and it isn't about a vote for Donald Trump versus because when I look at this whole entire nightmare of government, I'm looking at it as a whole of what has led us here on both sides of the aisle. But I do find it interesting on why on the particular reasons why people vote. 
what they're looking for in a candidate because it doesn't resemble anything sometimes of, of what they should be looking for. And then um, we have the exact opposite problem of putting too much faith right in government to solve a problem. So we have all of those problems. So with that said, with that said, I want to come back and I want to talk about the article I saw today that spurred this, spurred me playing this debate because you're going to see a lot of articles coming out that are going to talk about how poor and downtrodden, kind of like when that guy was saying, why are we always poor in every single scenario? We're not poor. Um, and I agree. That was black conservatives talking to black liberals. And the guy was spelling out something. And what did they do? They started laughing. Yeah. Um, you're right. Why are they always talked about being poor? And so you're going to see a lot of articles about how um, they are mistreated, about how unfair it is. And I do want to bring a couple of points out and shoot that right out of the water. But when I come back, I also want to take your calls on that, too. I thought I think it was very, very interesting what they were looking for in a candidate. That was very interesting. Be right back on the Kate Daly Show. last 35 years, the Zion Eye Institute has grown into the largest and most comprehensive eye care center in Southern Utah. And now they're proud to welcome Dr. Rick Nordgren, MD, to the team. Dr. Nordgren is a board-certified and fellowship-trained vitreo-retinol surgeon and is now accepting new patients. He specializes in the treatment of age-related macular degeneration, diabetic retinopathy, retinal detachments, eye trauma, and other surgical diseases of the retina and vitreous. The Zion Eye Institute is thrilled to add Dr. Nordgren to their list of specialists who are there to handle anything from the simplest to the most complex cases, which means there's no reason to travel to Salt Lake or Las Vegas for specialized or advanced care. Call today to set an appointment with the newest specialist at the Zion Eye Institute, Dr. Rick Nordgren. With four locations in Southern Utah, it's easy to schedule an appointment in St. George, Cedar City, or Mesquite. Just call 656-2020, 656-2020, or online at zioneye.com. The Zion Eye Institute, the number one rated eye care center for Medicare patients in the state of Utah and Southern Utah's premier eye care center. Have you been struggling with erectile dysfunction? Hi guys, it's Andrew with Wasatch Medical Clinic. There is now a breakthrough and long-lasting fix for erectile dysfunction that does not require medication, injections, or surgery. You heard that right, no more pills. This new treatment is called acoustic wave therapy. It utilizes an FDA-cleared device that is clinically proven to increase blood flow, exactly what you need more of if you have ED. With just a few short treatments in our clinic, you can eliminate erectile dysfunction completely. Call in the next three minutes and we'll give you the initial doctor's exam, assessment, and blood flow ultrasound totally free. That's a $300 value. Call now, 435-922-7000. That's 435-922-7000. If you have erectile dysfunction and you're sick of the pills, call Wasatch Medical Clinic right now for that free assessment. 435-922-7000. When Tempur-Pedic first came onto the scene, they literally revolutionized sleep. Well, they're still revolutionizing it with their new ProAdapt line with advanced pressure relief for deep relaxation. You've never slept like this because there's never been anything like this. Hi, I'm Dave Mizrahi, owner of Best Mattress. Come try one today and pay no interest for 72 months. Plus, we'll throw in two free Tempur-Pedic pills or $300 off a Tempur-Pedic adjustable base. Best Mattress, home of the Sleep Easy Guarantee. 
Let's take a quick quiz. Would you pay for a product that you could get for 40 to 60% less? Obviously, the answer is no. That's why Wayne and Deb started St. George Ink and Toner. They're saving you 40 to 60% on average by refilling your ink and toner printer cartridges. And at St. George Ink and Toner, they offer an outstanding warranty on all of their products. So stop in today and save money on your ink and toner printer cartridges at St. George Ink and Toner, 42 South River Road, next to TJ Maxx and Planet Fitness. Hi, this is Ed Baca. It's an honor and a privilege to serve on the St. George City Council. I am grateful to be able to rub shoulders with so many of you that believe as I do that service to God and country is the essence of what it means to be a resident of St. George. St. George is vibrant and alive, financially stable and secure. With your support, I will continue my unending efforts to make St. George a clean and safe place to live and raise your family. Please vote to re-elect Ed Baca, St. George City Council. Paid for by committee to re-elect Ed Baca, St. George City Council. This is Kate Daly, and my show is brought to you by the Piano Gallery, located on the Bloomington exit, right by Bloomington Walmart. You can get a gorgeous piano for a great deal. Talk to John or Jamie. A piano makes a beautiful house a home. Home Flooring Connection. Need a new floor? Call the expert. Home Flooring Connection. HomeFlooringConnection.com. Best Mattress, the best place to buy Tempur-Pedic. Save up to $1,500 on Serta, Beautyrest, and Sherwood. Free delivery and setup with the Best Mattress 120-day satisfaction guarantee. Why shop anywhere else? Balance of Nature. Changing the world one life at a time. Back in, like, January, February, I'd, like, get home, make myself something to eat, Blah, blah, blah. My girlfriend works nights. By like 8.30, 8 o'clock, I'd be in bed. I'm sitting there thinking, okay, if this is what the rest of life is like, I'm doomed. Today is day 14 of me taking balance of nature. My energy level's through the roof. It took me like five years of hearing it on talk radio to actually try it. The difference is night and day. Experience the balance of nature difference for yourself. Call or go online now and become a preferred customer, which gives you our best pricing and free shipping. And we will take an additional 35% off of your first order. This will be a limited time offer, so don't wait. Call 800-2468-751. That's 800-2468-751. Or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code CANYON. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Welcome back. Great Dally Show. Love a little CCR. All right. We'll take your calls. 888-673-1450. There was an interesting debate that I played between black conservatives and black liberals and their different views on government, on Trump and government and what is uh, what is causing some issues there. And one of the guys said he was a conservative, actually, and he said, why is it that we're always portrayed as poor? It was an interesting sentence because everybody started laughing. They mm-hmm. were in agreement. Why is it? Because you had a group of pretty successful peoples of liberal and conservative views there that were all pretty successful. So they were actually kind of amused by that statement, too, and, and rightfully so. So Uncle Milty's with me, uh, katedallyradio.com, 888-673-1450. I want to share some numbers with you before I take phone calls in just a second. 
The numbers are kind of interesting. So it started out today with this article that was one of the top news stories in Wall Street Journal. And it said that black home ownership drops to an all-time low. So, of course, my question then was, my gosh, let's see in context why this is happening. And you get into this. And what's very interesting about this is that they don't actually... They don't actually show you in context much, okay? They say that home ownership peaked in 2004, um, and they said Hispanic home ownership is on the rise, but black home ownership rate has fallen 8.6%. Well, what's it fallen from, right? In context, in relationship to whites in America, if I guess if we're going to have to segregate, here we are segregating mm-hmm, again, mm-hmm. segregate back into blacks versus whites. And so um, they said this is the first time in more than two decades um, that the two largest racial or ethnic minorities in the U.S. are no longer following the same path when it comes to owning homes. And they said that black communities have struggled to recover financially since the housing crisis uh, back a, a decade ago. I can't believe it's been a decade. A decade ago. Okay. And they say the reason being, I can't make this up. Discrimination. It's all about discrimination. Now, how many white people are in America? Isn't that an interesting question? How many white people are in America? Well, the number is over 75%. Okay? So, we have 76.5% white people in America. And we have 13, 13.4% black people in America. Significant difference. Huge difference. Hard to compare and contrast when you have 76% of one and 13% of the other. Yeah. Just wanted to say that out of the gate. The um, the Hispanic uh, population is 18.3. A little higher than the group of blacks in America. Okay? But still, white people in America are still at 70, 76.5%. So, okay. So that was last year. So I just wanted to state that um, and make sure we're all starting out with the with the same numbers here. Okay? So that came from the, the census. Census.gov, actually. Okay. What's wrong with that? Because when they portray in an article that the black community had a 8% drop, well, it was actually really high. <laughs> it was actually really high. We've had dips, too. The yeah. white people in general, but white people are 70, more than 75% of the country, we actually had dips too. But home ownership's kind of interesting. It is. It's kind of an interesting number. Uh, well, for one thing, we place way too much importance on home ownership. Yes, we do. Because that is not the equivalent to wealth in this country. No. If you ask Indians that come over from India, they don't own homes, they rent them. They rent them. You'll you'll hardly ever find somebody, and I don't mean to blanket statement that, but they're they're more typically there to rent than they ever are to buy a home. So they would never even be in that, except that they own hotels and they own, you know what I mean. So it's really hard to quantify it through home ownership. That doesn't mean everything. No, no. because it depends on uh-uh. how you invest your money. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. The American dream, mm-hmm. supposedly, was always home ownership. Right. But, but that doesn't mean you've achieved the dream when you do that, because a lot of people are choosing not to. I remember Susie Orman came out like a decade ago and said, actually, you should just rent. <laughs> it's so much better. Well, the fact of yeah. the matter is, is that buying a home and owning a mm-hmm. home are two different things. You don't own it until the mortgage is paid off. Yes. Folks. Yeah, exactly. So it's not. I mean, there, there's reasons why a lot of people rent over that. Now, you 
have a sector of society um, that is on welfare, and welfare has only gone, gone up. And Do- Dr. Pesta was making the point on a break um, that, you know, they've started advertising this. When Obama was president, they were really advertising welfare as a means of making it in this country because the check was high. I mean, if you go look at all the other countries in this country, in the world, you're going to notice a significant difference with our welfare system as it's it's been high. In fact, it almost discourages you from getting a job. So people aren't necessarily uh, rock-solid poor in this country because even our poor have substantially more um, in the way of prosperity than other people in the world by far. By far. I mean, it blows it blows it out of the water. But what I found kind of interesting is they showed a graph where I just love graphs, but they showed a graph of the last decade. And, you know, people took a everybody took a big hit in um, 2009. So all the numbers went down. But when you do it in accordance to population. It really was kind of the same as far as the population goes. Mm-hmm. Now, you, had a, you have a significantly more amount of black people on welfare, right? Mm-hmm. So you have, to, you have to put that into the numbers. Actually, the statistics are no. Mm, interesting. Why is that? Let's see. Yeah. The percentage of welfare recipients who are white is mm-hmm. 38%. That's a lot of people. The -hmm. percentage of welfare recipients who are black are 39%. This confuses a lot of people. Mm -hmm. It's not, it doesn't mean that 38% of whites are on welfare and 39% of blacks are on welfare. That's not what it means. Mm. It means that 39.8% of all the actual welfare recipients are black and 38%. 8.8% 8.8% of all the welfare recipients are white. Ah, so, so you have a lot the, more white people. On, there's, mm-hmm. Yeah, the percentages don't yes. tell the it's story. It's not a percentage of the group, per se. It's a percentage of the topic, the topic yes, of welfare. Exactly. Okay. So that's different. Now, they're not telling you that in the Wall Street Journal article, are they? <laughs> so it really helps to have these things in context because you're dealing with two significantly different groups of people that amass total. Totally different numbers, and then trying to compare and contrast using the number of points that it's gone down without actually declaring the amount of population, too. So that might look like a big number, but in the real gist of it all, it really wasn't a big drop at all. In fact, it rose a year ago, but they're not telling you that. It actually rose like a percentage point um, in, um, in, in the racial subgroup of home ownership in general, which means Hispanics and Asian and uh, blacks in this country. And so it did rise, but they just, they just took that part out, I guess. Because they really wanted it to be about discrimination. Mm -hmm. The article was poised to be about discrimination in general. And that's what's so frustrating about this is that they want that message out. Don't get in the way of their messaging, folks. Because if you do, um, now there's probably going to be a lot more articles on this because it all has to be about discrimination, not because somebody chooses. In this country, if you're on welfare, it's pretty hard to get a mortgage in this country, right? Uh, It's impossible. It's impossible. So there's a lot of people in this country, including a very large, significant portion of white people that don't own a home because they're on welfare in this country, right? Now, we have a lot of opportunities in this country. You can get off welfare and you can get opportunity here in America if you really want to work for it. There was a meme the other day, and and it was kind of funny because it said, socialists want everything that you have, just not your job. (laughs) (laughs) 
Now, I'm not saying that poor people are socialists. What I'm saying is that we have a significant idea in this country being being um, uh, repurposed out there that socialism is a great thing and that a lot of people want to bring us into socialism and that and that uh, the wealthy have to take care of the poor and that we have the significant downtrodden and poor in this country. And what we've proved on different shows is that that's not exactly true. That we don't have people starving in the street. We have people that we have chose to take in care, you know, take care of, but that doesn't mean that they were at the rate of being starving. And I mean, emaciated, bones poking through. We have a severe problem here, like the um, third world African countries. Right. No, we actually have significant wealth in this country, prosperity almost to our detriment. And I'm talking on more of a spiritual plane when I say that, too, is that it has become more of our detriment is that we have too much prosperity. But I don't mean that in the way of now you have to give up that prosperity to give to somebody else. What I'm talking about is sometimes we don't realize how blessed we actually are. So they've created this vacuum problem. They've created a problem in the press in name only that says that black people are a discriminated against and they're always poor. That isn't true so neither yeah and so that article and many like it because you if kamala harris is running for president you have to have a platform and if there is no platform there then you have to invent a platform you have to create the problem right yeah yeah you know there are a lot of people who believe right now we're in a big housing bubble again Uh and that's actually a bad time to buy a home Mm mm-hmm so maybe, just maybe, the blacks are intelligent enough to know that. And that's why their home ownership rate is dropping, because they don't want to get caught up in the bubble. Yeah, and maybe white home ownership is dropping. But you'll never see that article, because a lot of people are waiting to kind of see what works out, because real estate goes in cycles. Yes. It always has, and it always will. And it's not always a guaranteed winner. Yeah. That's true. That's so true. So there's a lot of factors in this that are never talked about. And that's why this whole media lie that it's all based on discrimination. No, it's not. In fact, it's it's anything but in this day and age. In fact, they'd love to have more home ownership, right? Do you know who invented the 30, 40 year loan? Truly? Do you know who really, really invented that? Did you know that before Meyer Amstel Rothschild came into existence in the late 1700s, did you know that it was actually a uh, 10 years was the most you could ever do a loan for? Now, some people could say it's because there wasn't a long life expectancy. But back at that same time, he actually proposed to the king in order to build the house of Rothschilds. He proposed to the king that he would do a 30 year loan. And nobody else was proposing that. Nobody else had thought of doing that or was allowed to do that. And the king said, yeah, yeah, this is this is a different idea. This is a good idea. <laughs> and that's what kind of roped us into the 30 to 40 year mortgage for a lifetime kind of idea, by the way. I just wanted to I it was just kind of one of those factoids. that's always kind of stuck in my head. But he was the one that thought this could be a way that I could receive my mass wealth because I could put people on the hook for 30 years and uh, and 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 get the house of Rothschilds where I want it. Because he was kind of the instigator of the health of, of house of Rothschilds. But I just thought I'd throw that out there yeah anyway i know 
Well, a 15-year mortgage is much better. <laughs> it is. It truly is. But it's so it's so interesting that that changed because they really honestly wouldn't allow anything more than 10 years. 10 years was even too long. And so you actually had to be able to repay that money back very, very quickly. But it's interesting how house prices rose once you had that 30, 40-year mortgage and then things started um, getting more out of control in that way. Kind of well, more people could buy. Yes. And so the more people oh, that can buy. and guess that, and, what? And guess what happened to the House of Rothschilds? More and more people got loans. Supply and demand. <laughs> and they were right there to scoop up those dollars all over the world. Anyway, I know. It's just a funny factoid. Be right back in the, on the Kate Daly Show. This week, during the Ashley Home Store's 28th anniversary sale, come celebrate with us and enjoy huge savings throughout the store. Enjoy special Ashley pricing on sofas, love seats, sectionals, and recliners. How about stunning, stylish sofas for just $2.99 and a multiple of colors? Recliners as low as $2.49. Or a beautiful five-piece queen bedroom set for under $4.99. Plus, in the Ashley Sleep Center, queen mattress set starting at just $2.99. Get Ashley anniversary savings for every room in the house, plus 12 months of 0% financing OAC. And don't let a little shaky credit or tight cash make you miss this special sale. Ashley has a no credit check needed plan to help. Register to win a recliner or a new mattress set we will give away at the end of the anniversary sale. It's the Ashley Home Store of St. George's 28th anniversary sale. The number one name in furniture as always. Locally owned and operated now for 28 years on Redcliffe's Drive next to the Stadium 10. Drawings don't purchase necessary. All financing OAC. See store for details. You're going to love this Ashley Furniture Meet Abe Ashton and Eric Nimmer. You know, this $300,000, this $75,000, this $900,000, it's got to last for the rest of my life. And can we afford to have one of those down weeks, months, or years? Those are the questions that we're getting at our conference room table every day. I know that my clients can't afford the risk. Check out your family and your retirement Tuesday afternoon at 5 on St. George News Radio 93.1 FM and 1450 KZNU. Find out more at ashtonwealth.com. You know the old expression, you get what you pay for. Well, how does this sound? Get more than what you pay for. Hi, I'm Dave Mizrahi, owner of Best Mattress, and that's the idea behind our big King for a Queen sale going on right now. You buy a Serta Perfect Sleeper or a Beautyrest King Size Mattress, but only pay for a Queen Size. That's a savings up to $1,000. Gotta love it. Best Mattress, home of the 120-day guarantee. Sleep easy, friends. So I wanted to share my husband's success with Red River Health and Wellness. My husband was experiencing unexplained weight gain, fatigue, his hair was thinning. He was kind of a huge pain to be around. We didn't know what was going wrong. Red River literally changed our lives. They worked with our primary physician, diagnosed him with Hashimoto's disease, and structured a dietary plan that he still follows today. Everyone's happy now. I have my husband back, and he's better than ever. Call today for a free consultation, 855-55-RIVER. RedRiverHealthAndWellness.com. Chiropractic Physicians. It's Ram Power Days and Jeep Adventure Days combined at Stephen Wayne Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram and Fiat. And we have a lot of Jeeps and Ram in stock. Come in now and pick up any of the 80 Wranglers or Gladiators in stock and just pay $1 over dealer invoice. Yep, $1 over dealer invoice for any Wrangler or Gladiator and no financing necessary. Or how about up to $15,000 off of any of the 180 Rams in stock. Come in now and take advantage of the Ram Power Days and Jeep Adventure Days. We'll not be undersold. We'll meet or beat any Vegas, Salt Lake, or Idaho deal. All reasons why, you've got it made at Stephen Wade. 
With the changing temperatures, heating and cooling systems can struggle to keep all areas of your house comfortable, like your bonus rooms, garage, enclosed patios, master bedrooms, casitas, and more. Air care professionals can help these troubled areas with their Mitsubishi electric cooling and heating ductless system, offering individual comfort control to a more personal defined space. Purchase a system from Air Care Professional this month and get up to $300 off and 0% equipment financing options OAC. Call 628-2423 or online at aircarepros.com. Thanks for listening to the Kate Daly Show. All opinions expressed by the program participants on the Kate Daly Show are solely their own and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of St. George News Radio, KZNU, Canyon Media, or their respective parent companies or advertisers. If you'd like to comment directly, talk lines are open at 888-673-1450. That's 888-673-1450. Or you may email directly at kate at canyonmedia.net. This is Morgan Gubler with Cash Valley Bank. I know banks can seem like they're all the same. A lot of them seem faceless to me, too. That's why I've spent my whole career where I've spent my whole life, where I can put a face to every name that I serve. I've known most of my clients here in Washington County for a long time, and I enjoy getting to know those I don't know already. If you want a loan for your business, I won't just give you a phone number to call or a website to visit. Meet me in my office, or I'll go to you. To me, banking is a relationship business. I build relationships with my clients and learn how their businesses operate so that I'll know how to help. I couldn't be prouder to be spending my career with Cash Valley Bank, offering all our clients quality customer service. Mountains away. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. This is right outside Carnegie Hall, New York, a millennial choir that uh, they had a blackout, you know, um, 42nd anniversary of the infamous New York City blackout in 77, all singing. It's funny how there's lots of people from all different races and everything singing together. It's amazing how we all get along. <laughs> Unless you listen to the media, you're going you're gonna to think we all hate each other. But we actually, uh, it was a really neat thing to hear that choir all sing together uh, impromptu right outside Carnegie Hall. Anyway, I thought I'd play that for you. Welcome back to the Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com. You can call up 888-673-1450. Um, uh, it was interesting. I was overlooking um, some different types of articles on um, new organ hotspots and fire spots and some earthquakes uh, that, that, that they think are coming up the coastline of California, Oregon, uh, Seattle area over this week, which is kind of interesting. I wonder how many people are prepared out there mm. if anything were to happen. And they were kind of wondering the nature of some of those events, like I talked about on Friday. Wink, wink. You might want to go catch that podcast. But kind of interesting that, that we might see a lot of action this week in those kinds of areas. So, You know, this, this uh, little blackout in New York was not really too much. Mm-hmm. They got it fixed pretty quick. The 1977 blackout was a big deal. Ah. That was caused actually by a lightning strike on some power lines. Hmm. 
And it just disrupted the entire city's electrical grid in those days. Poorly, oh. poorly designed electrical grid. I don't. I wonder how many people realize that our electrical grids are actually owned by other countries. I just. I don't tell this to scare you, but I don't know if you know that or not. Our our main electrical grids in this country are not really owned by anyone here, and that um, it's so central that I worry about that. I always worry about that in the summertime especially, but I wonder how many people are actually prepared for something because we, I think what I've noticed over the last couple of years is how unprepared, I just remember doing a lot more shows on preparedness going into the end of of 2016 and then all of a sudden it kind of dropped off and I wonder how many people actually even prepare anymore for anything. You know, when you say things like this, Mm -hmm. when we talk about things like this, the power power Mm -hmm. companies being owned Mm -hmm. by foreign countries, Land being owned by mm-hmm. foreign countries. Significant. We, uh, somewhere along the line, we made a big mistake in allowing the sale of businesses and, mm-hmm. and property to foreign countries. I agree. We've, it, we've lost control. How do we control our power grid if we don't even own it? <laughs> good question. That's a really good question. Hmm. So it, it puts us in a precarious position. and It does. And it also leads to a situation where in order to defend ourselves against certain things, the only way to do that would be an act of war. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There would be no other way to do it. Financially, wouldn't work. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. We have, uh, we, and you'll recognize you, you have um, you have power um, that's controlled a lot by cities. But I'm talking about the like the actual ownership right. of some of those trace back to, or most of, or not all of them, go back to other countries, not here. So I'm just making that because you might argue with that, saying, well, the city runs power. They might run it or manage it. There's a difference on 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 complete of ownership of that and the lands that those things are on and the parts and everything else. And that's the problem. Yeah. 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 It is the problem. Um, We were just kind of talking on the break, Uncle Milty and I were, about about how a million people now are on this Area 51. I want to run in arms of flailing and, 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 and see what it's all about. We've been lied to. Now, I'm not trying to poke fun at that because I understand feeling lied to <laughs> as I do research every day. Uh, it's been kind of eye-opening, to say the least. But um, I understand the frustration that a lot of people feel at everything being national security and never told the truth. So I totally understand why mm-hmm. people are doing this mm-hmm. and how much more of this will we see. What I've been trying to see on that is to see how, what they're going to do to squelch it. Because... I would say stop and learn a lesson from how they want to take this group and and do something about them because the inconvenient truth is no matter what the lie is about, and we could argue on that, we still have something that the the people pay for but don't know about. And is it okay to know about that when you're paying for it? And is it okay to – is everything national security – when they claim it is. I don't know. What are your thoughts on this? I think that's a great question, and I don't think it is. I think, though – 
that more than that, I don't think that's the reason there's a million people wanting to storm Area 51. Mm-hmm. I think the reason a million people want to storm Area 51 is because they really want to find out if there really were aliens. <laughs> <laughs> well, now it's kind of curious that it's now, because right now, see, after 70 years of silence on the matter, now the government is actually proposing the idea that, that yes, there uh, are. Uh, uh-huh. And so, of course, now, you wouldn't have seen this two years ago, but no. now they think well now that they're now that they're out there or they're they're getting more like soft on the issue and talking about it or recognizing it um, now see you're talking to somebody that I don't I don't buy into the whole alien thing and I know that frustrates people I think people thought I would readily uh, no actually I don't but that's just me that's just me and my personal thoughts and my own personal research you might feel so differently and think oh Kate you're such an idiot. Of course there's aliens, but I just don't agree with that. You know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if there is, mm-hmm. actually. But it takes us back to the movie Independence Day yes. and that scene. It's so <laughs> yeah. hilarious. Yeah. The president says, you don't really believe in that stuff. And then his his mm-hmm. his advisor says, well, that's not exactly true, Mr. President. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. I, well, how did they get the money for that? Mm-hmm. Well, you don't think they really paid $10,000 for toilet seats, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I just love that because well, it's true. there's a lot of truth there. Mm-hmm. A lot of truth. See, this is, this is the issue I'm having with this, and it really isn't much of an issue, but more of just an opinion on it. When I saw what happened in Bunkerville... I was really unfortunate to see the um, the way that the federal government responded in that, okay? Here was Bundy. Here were people that were going to help who were just ranchers and farmers who were really concerned that the feds were taking over the property and didn't have the right to do so. And they didn't. And how did they respond? They, they, they armed them up to the teeth, these feds. They sent them in. The, the feds were shoving people to the ground, uh, making threats and awful. And it was horrific to watch. And the people um, actually on the ground weren't armed. And they were actually really trying to say, you can't do this to us. You just simply can't do this to us. This is unconstitutional. You can't just come into a property and start taking cows. You, you, you literally can't do this. And they were slaughtering these cows. They had absolutely no right to do this. And so everything about it, we talked for several years about this on the show and brought a lot of attention to it because of the way people were trying to respond because they couldn't believe the government was doing this. And what did they do? do they turned all of them into criminals mm-hmm. they started throwing them into prison some people are still there and it's sick it's sickening it was a sickening show of force on the feds it's sickening to think that these federal agents could actually look their fellow countrymen in the eye and and treat them the way they were treating them and they felt like they had every right to it was disgusting it was horrific it was insidious and i could i it, it was it was even hard to report on because of the way the federal government viewed them and and the way they were treating their fellow americans okay when this group wants answers they shouldn't even have to storm. Where are those answers? And why are they? Why do they decide, to, no matter if it's real or not on aliens, why are they trying to, to do it like this? Are they trying to put these people into a position where they do want to storm the gate? Because this is a military base, and we have so declared this, says the government, that you're not allowed anywhere near this. And so they can shoot and kill if they really wanted to. And so, so when can you ever, ever say to the government, I want answers, and you can't do this. 
I'm just asking because this group, are they going to make it so that this group is now the, the newest guinea pig of, of coming into this fight and the federal government's going to show its, show its force and show them that they're in control and they're not even allowed to ask? Well, not only that, but I'm sure that what was going on at Area 51 70 years ago mm-hmm. has nothing to do with security of the United States today. Now, maybe what's going mm-hmm. on there today does. I think they're creating a lot of things that are maybe high tech. I know a U.S. Air Force officer. Mm hmm who says he believes, Mm -hmm. and he won't say why he believes it, Mm -hmm. that the UFOs that are spotted all the time Mm -hmm. are actually our own high-tech aircraft that we've been developing. I actually agree with him. Yeah. Yeah, it makes way more sense. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's our own high-tech aircraft. I totally agree with that. And they wanted to keep that down and suppressed. And and so they let everybody think it was aliens. That's honestly, honestly, I know. I'm I'm with him. (laughs) I I, I am. Makes more sense than anything else. It does, because I'll tell you something. Have you ever thought about this? If you're on the if you're in the alien camp and I'm not I mean, I could be totally wrong here. And I I understand I could be totally wrong. But why do you think they've waited so long? to make their presence really known if at any point in time in the last several centuries even they could have come in full force and shown who they were why do you think they waited until now i'm just asking just asking for a friend why do you think that (laughs) why 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 now why wait all this time and just remain completely silent and only send one little car that crashes or a couple of little sightings why why not why not just come I think it's because they believe that we've we've actually come to a point where we're intelligent enough to handle it. <laughs> wow, is all I have to say on that one. <laughs> have they met yep. Megan Rapinoe, Kamala Harris, Joe Biden? <laughs> have they met any of these clowns? Oh gosh. Yeah, well, isn't that a joke? Yeah. But I've always I've always thought about that. And then, of course, I always ask the question, why keep just probing a few of us anally? Why? Why? Why in the world is that? Is that the only thing that they want to do over the course of centuries? I mean, come on. Anyway, I know. See, I'm a hard sell on this one. But, (laughs) hey, I'm open. If you want to tell me how they exist, that's great. But I, I just think a lot of it's been shrouded in. I think they've actually really stayed silent and not said either way, because it's easier for them to not say either way on aliens and have people guessing about it than it is to say that's our stuff. Yeah. Anyway. See, I don't believe that traveling faster than the speed of light is possible. Mm-hmm. I think there's too many time conflicts okay. once you get past the speed of light. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's possible. Right. And if it isn't possible, then it's also not possible for aliens to come here from other planets. <laughs> right. <laughs> but if you believe in them, I understand yeah. why, though, because oh, yeah. there are there are a lot of freaky things I can't explain. But I'm just this is this is just personal opinion. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. You only got like a minute. Sorry. I'll make it quick. Okay. How can you not believe in aliens? <laughs> okay, okay. I, you know what? We have to have a whole show on this because I really don't. I really don't believe in aliens. Pete. I know. You're crossing the border every day. How can you not believe in them? <laughs> okay, that was great. That was great. Hey, thank that. you. <laughs> thank you. I really... <laughs> I really appreciate that. No, I actually really, I really don't. I mean, I know it's crazy, but. You got to call them space aliens. Uh, space aliens. I don't believe in space aliens. Um, I actually am, am 
really when I when I heard Werner von Braun speak on the subject, as far as when I've read about what he said about it, that's actually made more sense to me than just about anything, because I trust the government so little um, that uh, that I absolutely believe they would use it. They would. There's not too many things they can use anymore. If you if you think about it, they've lost a lot of routes as far as to take us into the loss of liberty. There's only so many things you can make up now to do it, and you'd almost have to create it now. As we have for several decades, they don't have any other way. How do you tax people to the hilt and keep this machine running so they can grow and grow and grow government, this cancer, when, um, because of course it's supposed to be limited. How do you do that when you run out of ways? And how do you, how do you take people's liberty when you run out of ways to do it? You call them all racists. <laughs> yeah, <so laughs> and divide you know them what? and get them fighting yeah. with each Tell other. Tell them we're all discriminating every five yeah. minutes and against uh, against only racial uh, for racial reasons in this country. I mean, what a load! I, <sighs> so frustrating. It really is. It's getting to the point of, of ad nauseum because this is their whole platform and what people are going to be running on. And this is oh. all we're going to hear all year. And you're going to just walk around and self-loathe because they're going to tell you that you're the most hateful creature, you conservative Christian or you conservative out there, conservative atheist, whatever you are, um, that you're just the most hateful person on the planet. You just have to just take it. So anyway, but I am keeping my eye on the Area 51 story just because I want to see what they're going to do. Because I saw what they did in Bunkerville, and I was, it was disgraceful. It was disgraceful what the federal government was doing. They didn't have to handle it that way. They didn't have to do it that way. And it all came by way of a, an agent that um, they've actually now fired mm-hmm. who, was, who was trying to provoke this big, huge thing to happen so that the feds could, could act the way they were. And that's what's so sickening. But, you know, you never saw the headlines on that. Of course you didn't. It was after the fact. Anyway, great conversations today, and I really appreciate input. Uh, Dr. Pesta, you were fantastic. Yep. Uncle Milty, thank you. Be back tomorrow, and of course, be faithful, be fearless. See you back here tomorrow. of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues that affect the American West, its people, lifestyles, lands, and wildlife. The Loving Liberty Radio Network is proud to support the publisher's efforts to provide an active forum for solutions that preserve the vanishing American cowboy, farmer, and sheep herder. Each issue contains informative articles on life in the American West, along with breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of the cowboy spirit in our day. Each issue of Range Magazine also features great gift ideas, like the 2020 Real Buckaroo Calendar and the book Tales from Out There. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Just click on the shopping cart. The Loving Liberty Radio Network salutes the spirit of the American West and those who are keeping it alive at Range Magazine.